We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. NBA Most Valuable Player, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis trailing the lob. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Two seconds. Hamilton. Hey there, welcome to The Buck Starts Here, your special Monday episode of the Eurostep. I'm Ty Windish, and here's what you need to know about the Milwaukee Bucks for the week of Monday, December 16th. The Eurostep is proudly a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Looking back to the Bucks last week, Milwaukee is up to a staggering 18 straight wins after collecting four more of them this past week. Things started off with a solid 110-101 win over the Orlando Magic and a Giannis-less 127-112 victory against the New Orleans Pelicans on Wednesday, that Magic victory coming on Monday. Don't worry about Giannis, by the way. He wasn't seriously hurt as the Greek Freak played in every other game this week. For more on those first two games, be sure to check out the last full-length Eurostep episode with Rohan Kadi, my terrific co-host, and myself. The most recent two wins, then, came as two ends of a back-to-back. Up first was the Memphis Grizzlies on the road on Friday night. The Grizzlies were unfortunately without rookie sensation and probable Rookie of the Year winner John Morant, but Memphis was still able to put up one hell of a fight. This was a legitimately close and fun game, in large part due to Jaron Jackson Jr. making a ridiculous nine three-pointers in 15 attempts, During one run, it felt like all nine threes came right in a row within about two minutes. It really seemed like JJJ just could not miss, but Milwaukee endures the run and ends up with a solid road win thanks to Giannis taking over and really ending the game. The Bucs won 127-114, but also lost in a sense, as earlier in that game, Eric Bledsoe suffered a shin contusion. Say that five times fast. 
Eric Bledsoe suffered a shin contusion. I can't even say it once. After colliding with Wes Matthews, and that contusion kept him out the next night against the Cleveland Cavaliers, even though he said he didn't think he would miss time and called Chris Middleton a baby for missing so much time with his own contusion. So uh, Bled kind of got old takes exposed pretty quickly there. Wasn't even that old of a take. Dante DiVincenzo starts in Bledsoe's place the next night, and against the Cavaliers, the Bucks were just fine without their mercurial point guard. Milwaukee won each of the first three quarters and held on to a firm 125-108 victory that saw players on the Bucks both play and rest on the same night. For example, it took just 24 minutes of Giannis to firm up the win. He and Chris were terrific in this game. The Bucks really just handled their business. One exciting stat from this last week that I think is worth pointing out, and I'll probably do this going forward if people are interested, sort of one important stat to take away from the week. In his three games played this last week, Giannis attempted 17 total threes or 5.7 per game, which is a whole lot for Giannis. He also made a whole lot of them percentage-wise. He made seven of those 17 threes, which was good enough for 41.2% from three-point range. Teams tried to crowd the paint and force Giannis to make bad decisions. Instead, he just drilled threes. He made at least two of them in every game this week. This is a horrifying development for non-Bucks proponents, a.k.a. almost entirely the rest of the league and most media covering the league, but truly a great thing to follow for Bucks fans. I mean, nobody ever expected Giannis to make 40% of his threes, and obviously he's not there yet, not, not there yet on the season, but things are really trending upward for the Greek freak shot, and it is very exciting and very promising because if he can hit those threes when defenses sag off of him, suddenly the man becomes literally unguardable. I can't wait to see what that looks like this postseason. We've got no ads this week, folks, but I just want to give a quick, basically off-the-cuff shout-out to the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I've had folks from the network on the Eurostep in recent weeks like Jason Pat and Lazarus Jackson. Uh, I'm going to continue doing that for sure going forward. Not because I have to. No one's told me to. There's no mandate. It's just such a high quality of NBA podcasts. Uh, in lieu of checking out any featured products or deals or services, whatever, uh, those things are great. But just, you know, for this week, if you want to support the pod, and in addition to listening, sharing, liking, reviewing, all those other things that you've certainly done already, of course, because those really help us out. But also, go to bluewirepods.com. Check out some of the other podcasts we've got on the network. The team is strong. You will find lots of good stuff there. The Wisconsin Herd kept their own winning streak alive this week and got about as much basketball as possible out of the only game the team played this week. The Herd beat the Canton Charge in Canton 130-127 to in triple OT. Ray John Tucker posted a season-high 36 points, including 11 points across the three overtimes, five of which came all in a row to end the contest. Two Dean Wade free throws put the charge up 127-125 with just over a minute left in 3 OT. But Tucker made one of two free throws, then a dunk, then two more free throws to end the game 130-127. Jalen Adams, who had 22 points of his own, managed to steal the ball with just a few seconds left. That led to Tucker's final two free throws and the icing of the game. That win pushed the Herd to 12 straight wins, continuing to extend their franchise-best winning streak 
Wisconsin is now 12-1 and on the season after losing opening night. So this herd season, seeming like it's going to be by far the best in franchise history. Wisconsin yet to appear in the playoffs. Hopefully, knock on wood, that's about to change because I really want to cover some playoff G League basketball. It seems like it will be a blast. Switching gears a little bit, here's another perspective on the last week of Bucks basketball. This is your Milwaukee Bucks vibe check, courtesy of Rohan Kadi. Take it away, Rohan. Well, this is the fifth Monday edition of the pod that I have not had to discuss a loss. This Milwaukee Bucks team is absolutely rolling, having won 18 games in a row. 18 games in a row. We've been talking about this win streak for over a month now, and it almost feels too casual at this point. On the last episode of the Eurostep, Ty and I talked about how it feels like we're glossing over Giannis performing at a historically dominant level, and it's almost like I'm doing the same for this win streak. Milwaukee is two wins away from tying its largest streak in franchise history at 20, and it's within reach. Unfortunately, it is not all just happiness for the Bucks this week as we learned on Saturday that the Bucks will be without Eric Bledsoe for approximately the next two weeks due to a right fibula evulsion fracture that he suffered Friday against the Memphis Grizzlies. For those unfamiliar with what that injury means, uh, an evulsion fracture is an injury where small pieces of bone get almost chipped off from the main bone, which is the fibula in the right leg in this case. Usually this means that there's some sort of ligament damage, but since the timetable is relatively short for Bledsoe's return, it's safe to say that this won't be a big issue. The first game without Bledsoe has already happened in Saturday's win against the Cleveland Cavaliers, and Dante DiVincenzo was once again inserted into the starting lineup. It is probably safe to assume that barring any more injuries, Coach Bud will stick with Dante for the duration of Bledsoe's absence, given that Dante was the replacement starter for the extent of Chris Middleton's injury. However, unlike Middleton's injury, Eric's missed time does not come during a super soft spot in the schedule. If the two-week timetable is correct, Bledsoe will miss games against the Mavericks, Lakers, Knicks, Pacers, 76ers, and Hawks. The matchups with Los Angeles and Philadelphia are especially tough, with the Pacers being with the Pacers game being no cakewalk either. Overall, though, it's hard not to be excited about this Bucks team right now. They're winning games and having fun with it. And who knows, the winning streak may extend past 20 given how dominant Milwaukee is. Thanks, Rohan. Looking ahead to the Bucks next week, Milwaukee has another four games on deck. First up is the Dallas Mavericks in Milwaukee on Monday night, also known as tonight as you hear this, hopefully, at 7 p.m. Then the featured game of the week has to be on Thursday as the Bucks take on the Los Angeles Lakers at home at 7 p.m. That game is bigger than just a potential finals matchup, as if the Bucks handle their business on Monday night against the Mavs, they'll be going for their 20th consecutive win on Thursday. That would tie the franchise record winning streak, which obviously is a big deal. That was set when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was still on the team, so pretty long time ago. The Lakers will be playing their fifth road game in 10 nights, so this won't be easy for LeBron James and company also. I believe as I'm recording this on Sunday night, Anthony Davis tweaked his ankle. I I haven't heard anything. I don't know if there's anything out yet or if there will be in reasonable time on 
his status later in the week. Hopefully he can play. Uh, the Bucks will take all the wins they can get, but nothing wrong with a good test to be part of uh, the regular season. Then after the high of the Lakers game, the Bucks end the week with an away and home back-to-back. First up, a road game against the New York Knicks, followed by a home contest against the Indiana Pacers on Saturday and Sunday, respectively. These weekend games are early ones. The Knicks game tips at 6.30 p.m., and the Pacers game starts off at 6 sharp. Plan accordingly. After a very light week, the Herd finally have a quite busy week up ahead with four games on the docket, including the 2019 G League Showcase Tournament. First up, the more regular slate of games features a back-to-back with a trip to Fort Wayne to play the Mad Ants on Monday night, followed by the sole home game of the week, true home game at least, Oshkosh game, with the Austin Spurs visiting Oshkosh Menominee Nation Arena on Monday night at 7 p.m. Then, after a pair of off days, the Herd is back in action on Friday with a game against the Salt Lake City Stars that serves as the beginning of the 2019-20 G League Showcase Tournament. If Wisconsin beats Utah, they'll be up against the winner of the Grand Rapids Drive and Memphis Hustle game on Sunday. With that game, whoever wins gets that $100,000 prize that is new to the G League this year. These games also count toward regular season wins and losses, so this will be a fascinating week for the Wisconsin Herd, as two games need to be played, of course. If the Herd were to lose to Utah, or the Salt Lake City Stars, excuse me, they would play the loser of the drive-hustle game. So, two games nonetheless, but hopefully for Wisconsin, some of these G-leaguers come back uh, quite a bit richer. And now you look around the NBA. Sadly, the Bucks game against the Dallas Mavericks tonight, Monday night, is going to be less exciting than it really should be. Mavs superstar Luka Doncic hurt his ankle in a Dallas loss to the Miami Heat on Saturday night and couldn't end up being out till past Christmas. X-rays came back negative, but Luka is not traveling to Milwaukee, and Dallas obviously is going to be careful here with their true franchise player. ESPN's Tim McMahon reported that Doncic should only miss a few weeks, which is good, but still definitely a bummer in a general NBA sense that he will miss the Mavs games not just against the Bucks, but also potentially the Celtics, 76ers, and Raptors. All of those coming up this week in a big Eastern road trip for Dallas. So get well soon, Luka. And hopefully this trap game against the Mavericks doesn't uh, end this winning streak in a cruel fashion before this Lakers showdown. If you enjoyed this episode of the Eurostep, aka the Buck Starts Here for these Monday episodes and want even more Bucks talk in your life, you can join the Eurogroup Discord community. Screenshot yourself listening to this podcast and tweet it at me or Rohan. I'm at Ty Windish. He's at Arcadi Jr or email it to tywindishnba at gmail.com. The Eurogroup Discord has been called, in all seriousness, the best place online to talk bucks by all the folks dwelling in there. Not all of them, but it has been called that. Also, be sure to subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends, follow myself and Rohan on Twitter, and continue listening to the podcast. And definitely make sure to chime in either on Twitter or to that email address if you have any feedback, we'd love to hear it. Otherwise, until our next episode, go Bucks.